0: As a millennial, I can't count how many times I've heard females I know talk about their ovaries raging when they see babies. Then, the conversations with older women encouraging young women to hurry up and meet someone and start making babies. I saw a quote that talked about the fact that motherhood isn't just about bearing children. It's the essence of who we are as women. In this episode... Let's learn about how two young women are navigating this journey. Follow the Mashup233 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and coming soon on YouTube. Today we have two lovely women on the podcast. Carissa has been here before. Welcome Carissa. Thank you. And then we have Wisama. You're yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank the MashUp you. 233 podcast. Thank you. How are you girls doing? Or how are you ladies doing? <laughs> <I'm> doing well. <laughs> We're fine.
1: We are good. Thank Great.
0: you. So you know today's episode is about motherhood. And I wanted to know growing up did you always know you'd want to be a mother was it something you felt you wanted to achieve was it something you had to tick off a list of some sort or did it just happen with sama
2: for me it just happened i i wasn't thinking that um i had planned on on being a mother It just after marriage i just thought it was the right time to be a parent and and it just happened yes
1: yeah same i think i was not i don't think growing up i thought about like being a mother Mm -hmm. i think maybe that's why a lot of the things that happened afterwards came as such a shock to me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i think it just happened it happened very unexpectedly and very early in marriage too so how early oh like i think Three weeks or so oh, into wow. the marriage,
0: <laughs> 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 so wow.
1: yeah, it was very, very alien, very, yeah, not planned at all.
0: <laughs> Interesting. And, um, would you say that you picked up like parenting styles from your mother, your aunties, or any woman in your life that you feel you are using today to raise your child or your children? Yeah, for me,
2: I, I think I did because um, growing up, seeing my parents, um, my mom would, was always at home and being able to nurture us so well and being able to do that whilst doing her side business at home mm-hmm. was really inspirational for me. But for us now, because of the fact that we have to work, we are working mothers, it's a bit difficult, but we are, we are still managing to, to navigate that
0: Charissa, how
2: have you well I think there are a few things that
1: my mom did with me that's I I think I see myself doing mm-hmm. with my daughter and but my mom's circumstances were very different she was a single parent okay. and so she was not home most of the, the time, time unfortunately yeah so um I think my my situation is now the opposite where I am I get the chance to be home with my daughter but my mom was mainly working because you know because of this like the situation. So yeah, but I think there are certain things that she did with me that I do see myself doing with um, my daughter. here. Yeah.
0: What's something about being a mother you had no idea about? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, um,
2: being a mother it's it's a wonderful thing, and you're, it's something you're never prepared for. But it just happens and once it happens you have nothing else to do than to be prepared to be that wonderful mother in a in a new person's life like so this child that you're bringing into the world does not know anything about this world mm-hmm. you're the one going to teach the child to nurture the child to to um create the right environment for that child to be somebody in future probably mm-hmm. to be something that you are not so the journey is, is not an easy one. So I think uh, for me, what I learned was that you need to be patient, especially with kids. You need to give them the right environment, the exposure for them to be confident enough to be able to, to face the challenges that come into the world because you always not be around. So you just have to equip them with the right skills in order for them to, to, to take on the, the life challenges that will be thrown at them.
1: where is that from (laughs) oh my goodness so much because i i think growing up i never really thought about being a mother what's it like what goes into raising a child all of those things so right from pregnancy you know the symptoms and all of the things that you have to go through through pregnancy and then labor was wild and then you know having a newborn and like oh my goodness i don't even know (laughs) how to say all of it but like everything has been surprising and i think you also surprise yourself with how much you are you are able to take how much you're able to endure how much you change how much you your strength um grows because of the process um
0: like it's a lot i don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you remember that moment when you found out you were pregnant and what was your reaction so for me
2: um i had been married for close to four years without no show mm-hmm. and it was really a hard time for me you know having to live in a country where people always think that once you get married, then the next thing is to have kids. So for me, the journey was really tough for me. But what happened was that after trying for some time, um, the first year, it happened. But within a few months, I lost the pregnancy.
0: So sorry about
2: that. And the second year, the same thing. The third year, the same thing. So it was the fourth one that when I got to the hospital and i was asked to do a pregnancy test so i was like okay let me try because i my menses is such that um it's it's not too regular so Mm -hmm. i was thinking it had delayed so what happened was after the test the pregnancy test it came out positive that i was pregnant yeah it came out positive that i was pregnant and i was so excited but but then again i was scared is it going to be the same thing as the three previous pregnancies that i had lost or it's going to be a different story so i kept praying and i actually had to keep that away from my husband because i didn't want him to be surprised or i didn't want him to be
0: get his hopes
2: up exactly to get his hopes up and then he gets disappointed again no, as for men, they are not really able to take that disappointment. <laughs> so, I just, I was confident with the fact that I was able to deal with it on my own. Mm-hmm. So, I had to just keep that away from him. He had traveled. So, I was like, oh, when I went to the hospital, I was told that um, it had delayed. Probably, I'm stressed and I needed to rest and all mm-hmm. of that. So, by the time he had come back, I had almost, I was almost close to this. Um, ending the first trimester. Oh, wow. So, what I did was, oh, the last time you know i told you that i had gone to the hospital and i, I was told that probably stress and and what whatnot that's why it had delayed so he was like okay so you're going again i said yes this time i want you to go with me mm. so we got to the hospital and the doctor wanted to do a scan to see what was happening and so it was there that the doctor said oh everything is going on well let's see how this one goes so that was how it happened and then then the, um few months later like in the fifth month so in the fifth month when we went back to the hospital the doctor was like oh he now thinks that all fears um that i was having for the previous pregnancy this one i shouldn't be thinking of that anymore because i was out of the first trimester and i should be confident that i will see myself through to best mm-hmm. so then that was the time i started coming out like people could see me because i was tired of being asked when i when when are the babies coming mm. and i was constantly taking myself out of um the public, the eye. public eye yes because i didn't want to be asked all the time when are we, when are we having babies mm. and all of that so after five months i i was then out i, I could go anywhere and people were excited to see me then so i went through till the ninth month when i gave birth to my first son i I bled a lot yes because they had they had to add some incision because the baby was then big so mm. they couldn't the baby could just not come, come out, out as then. a natural bed so they had to add a little bit of cuts okay so to me so after that i started bleeding seriously so what what the midwife did was to get the doctor back to the um to the to the ward and they, they had done the incision already, mm. so they had to tear take, it, take it and oh, then goodness. do it again. It was so painful. So at a point, I just blacked out. Mm. I thought I was gone. I thought I was going to die. But I what was happy, like what I was excited about, was the fact that I had given birth to life to mm-hmm. somebody else. And my all my interest was that how is the baby doing? Mm. Even though I was, <laughs> I was gone. Like I I just blacked out, but I. All I kept saying was that, how is the baby doing? Is he breathing? Is like, he fine? Is he fine? Yeah. That was just my interest. But eventually, everything was okay. I stayed in the hospital for like a week and then I was taken sure. home after that, discharged. Oh. So boy. that's the journey for the first son. And I'm so excited about Um.
1: So for me, I think I was out on a job or something. And um, for some reason, I started feeling dizzy and like I couldn't breathe. There was not enough oxygen in the room or something. And so after, and then like shortly afterwards, I I noticed that I was getting like a temperature and all of that. So I thought, oh, maybe have malaria or something like that. So right after the job, um, thankfully I was with my husband at the time. So we went to the hospital and... (laughs) It's a funny thing but as soon as i walked into the doctor's office the doctor goes like this lady is pregnant <laughs> like i hadn't even sat down i just opened the door and that was the first thing he said And i was like this guy please uh, let me do some malaria test or something <laughs> like what are you talking about so he says okay we'll do the test we should also do a pregnancy test and then lo and behold <laughs> i was actually pregnant yeah but i think i also had like uh, an infection or something as well at the time so they had to like treat that and so yeah that's how i found out yeah
0: was there anything you enjoyed about being pregnant
1: ah i think not getting my period for (laughs) (laughs)
2: that
1: I think that's what I enjoy about being pregnant because I, I really hate getting my oh, period okay, but um, let me think
2: <laughs> maybe you have something <laughs> for me um, I I had so much energy it didn't feel like I was pregnant yes I could do anything and that was what ex- was exciting for me and for, for the fact that I had waited for so, so long, long. Mm. so i was so excited i was looking forward to having so you enjoyed form. your I journey i enjoyed the journey i did i enjoyed it
0: That's cool. yeah. what was a new discovery to you in your pregnancy journey <laughs> um
1: for me everything was new to be honest like i feel like i went into it such a novice like no experience no because i didn't really grow up with maybe like an older sister that has got to be like it was just me and my mom for the most Mm -hmm. part and she didn't have any other children apart from me Mm -hmm. so i really wasn't like in the world of pregnancy and babies and taking care of children and all that so everything was like wow can this really happen (laughs) i remember like As I was pregnant. For some reason. Like. My sense of smell. Became very. Very heightened. And I couldn't even. Come close to my husband. Because like. I could smell his. Breath. And his nose. And his everything. It's like. And I feel like. These are things that people. Don't really tell you. The only thing that you see. On TV. Is that. Oh somebody's throwing up you know and then okay they're pregnant but they're like all these other things that go that come along with it um unfortunately for me i had lots of like very severe cramps in the first trimester like terrible terrible cramps that would just put me on the bed couldn't do anything until it passed and so like there was all of this that was happening that was like just (laughs) a lot it was just a lot yeah like everything was so new to me yeah
0: if you could liken your journey's your pregnancy journey to a drink. What drink would it be, and
2: why? <laughs> Interestingly, for for my first child, the miracle that happened on that day was for me to have a bottle of Sprite.
0: So you would describe your pregnancy yes. As Sprite. Yes. Why Sprite? Why Sprite, why Sprite did the
2: magic on that day because <laughs> I was uh, tired of pushing. <laughs> Honestly, I was tired of pushing, and then mm-hmm. um, at the point, the midwife got had thrown up. Mm. from um the night before till the, the time that i i had delivered him and i was drained like mm. i was so drained i i had no energy to yeah, push yeah. it right yeah, yeah. For you. the
0: yeah. spirit did <laughs> <are> the magic <laughs>
1: for me um i don't know honestly <laughs> pick up any wine (laughs) so follow follow maybe (laughs) maybe so follow i don't know
0: (laughs) what do you currently do to de-stress because i i get the no actually a lot it's not even i get the sense i know a lot of mothers are stressed (laughs) and are stressed for a very long time (laughs) so i'm very curious to know how young women are Finding the time to distress and what exactly you do to distress. <laughs> that is are you even distressing at all? <laughs> no, That's no no the question. That. Are
1: we
2: even distressing? <laughs> there's, there's no, no time, time, for time for that. For that. <laughs> yes. Cause um you look at the time. These are people that are in your life and your goals, everything has to 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 re- to revolve, revolve around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are always out to make sure that everybody is okay. And at the end of the day, you're the first to wake up. You're the last to go to bed.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: So, you you hardly have time to rest. To distress. Yes. Yeah. So, what I actually do, sometimes I just love to watch movies. When they are asleep, I just want to lie down and watch mm. movies. Or just, yeah, that's what I do.
1: I think, yeah, same. <laughs> because, I mean, your whole day is taken up by one thing or the yeah. other. Like... I mean you you hardly get a chance to sit down. Even when you get a chance to sit down, somebody's climbing, mm-hmm. you, somebody wants somebody <laughs> wants a drink, somebody's hungry. Like there's all of this stuff. So I think um I saw this post online about um you know like after a certain point, like you intentionally stay up even though you know you're tired, you intentionally stay up just to have some me time, mm-hmm, and I think that's what's that's the unfortunate pattern that I have fallen into now. Um, after she goes to bed, I maybe watch a movie, or sometimes if I if I even get a chance to do some work, like I'm just like doing work and I'm not like doing anything else. I'm just focused on that particular thing. I think sometimes it calms me down. I go to bed.
0: The next day we start again.
1: Yeah, or watch a movie.
0: Yeah. What's one thing you feel every woman should know about pregnancy or about motherhood? So let's say two things. One for pregnancy, one for motherhood.
2: For pregnancy, um, it comes with a lot of um, interesting um, feelings some people are excited for me i was so excited to to be pregnant to to be to be honest and i always wanted to flaunt it wherever i went yes so for me i i i just love the fact that i was pregnant and being a parent it's it's someone would say it's a gorgeous chaos that you have to to live up to like it's a chaos but you have nothing to do about it you just have to to deal with it because every now and then you're doing something and then someone just comes in mommy i want this or someone is crying and then just this one person you have to attend to these number of kids, and then have to be able to do all the other things that you do that makes you a a superwoman so you would
0: say are you saying that so for pregnancy you'd say um, for one thing, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yes. No matter what, just try yes, to enjoy it. Yes. I know
2: some people. It's, it's a bit of um um it, it's hard for them to actually navigate but find that. Find something yes, good. Find about something it. about a uh, good about it. The feeling that and the excitement that comes with having a human being at the end of it should 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 be your ultimate goal. And the fact that you're contributing to 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 the wealth. and good, from the, motherhood
0: sorry to catch you and for motherhood you're saying it's a glorious chaos so that's <laughs> yes. what upcoming mothers should should know yes yes um i i really like what she said
1: <laughs> um for pregnancy i don't know about I enjoy it because i really don't like being pregnant <laughs> 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 but i i can understand i mean you will be pregnant for nine months so you might as well find mm-hmm. something you know to to hang on to just i well i think what i enjoy about being pregnant is like feeling the baby and the kicks and the things so that that's but um for pregnancy it's such a roller coaster because you know some people can have like really smooth easy pregnancies and then some people are like in and out of the hospital every day so it's like such a wide spectrum i feel like um but i mean wherever you find yourself you know i think Like she said you just have to maybe think about the joy that is coming ahead that the fact that at the end of all of the wahala you would have you know a beautiful baby you know in your arms um and for pregnancy and i mean for motherhood is like exactly right it's it's chaos but it's also like a glorious thing like it's the hardest thing that you ever do but also maybe the most fulfilling like you might ever do because there's nothing like pouring into somebody else. Like, if you, even if you've achieved success in life and all of that, and let's say you have children and they are like, you know, wayward or like doing something, you, you, there's, there'll be that sense of like, I didn't actually do what I was supposed to do. Like, I have all of this success, but then the people that I was supposed to raise and bring up are like, you know, you failed in that sense. There's nothing quite like bringing up another person i mean i'm not saying that it has to be every woman's you know uh, like it's not going to happen for everyone like that's just what it is but if you have that opportunity like yeah i mean every single day is chaos like every day (laughs) i can't even especially with the toddlers and the babies and like oh my goodness every day is chaos but there's just something beautiful and glorious about, about it all, yeah.
0: What was your sex life like during pregnancy and how how is it now after the baby has been born? <laughs> 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 we need to know we the up and coming mothers. <laughs> I need to know
2: boy <laughs> i think it's, it's different with everybody mm-hmm.
1: if, um, so that's
0: why i'm asking yeah. you for your own <laughs> yes. you <know> what?
1: <laughs> i don't think you should use ours as a yardstick though no you just want
0: to have an idea like the, the listeners need to so, know
2: um during pregnancy and after pregnancy, after yeah
0: a- during and after uh, during
2: pregnancy you know the fact that if you were not ready to give birth and you had to protect yourself that's with condom or any other thing but this one was free range i mean mm-hmm. oh yeah. so that's time. the that's the good, that's part the good part, yes the this good part yes this is technology is that, yes. free range uh, free range you can anytime and and, and and sometimes it's a bit um i don't know the word to use but the position of your pregnant wife mm-hmm. The belly and the fact mm. that and the fact that the men sometimes think that they are hurting the hurting baby. The baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even even though you, you, you've you've done all that you want mm-hmm. to, to, to get that fear out of them. Mm-hmm. But they still think that they are hurting the baby. The baby.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's just the positioning and mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed sex during okay. that time. That's Yeah, because it's um the sex drive
0: was... Oh was higher than okay yes,
2: was higher for me and I, I know some men enjoy it when their wives are pregnant. They enjoy it to, most. We need to get the men yes, on the here. most when <laughs> their wives are pregnant. Yes.
0: And then after? After, after, it, it took some time
2: because, um, you'd have to heal mm. and though sometimes the men are in a hurry but they, you have to heal and sometimes they're also excited because they have a, a new baby and mm-hmm. then the, their, their minds are off it and they concentrate on the baby for some time. But, um, you have to heal for some days or for some weeks and for me it takes time Mm. it takes time like can take up to six Uh, you would have to do it all Mm. right but Mm. the enjoyment will not come Mm. it'll take a while i was was going to ask like Mm. is
0: it still like do you still enjoy it or is it uncomfortable in any way after after yes yes it's it's
1: really for the first time immediately (laughs) after (laughs) i don't not like maybe a few months after birth, like within those first few, yes. let's say up to six, yes. six months. Yes.
2: Yeah. No, Immediately after childbirth, mm-hmm. you know, it takes time. Some people, uh, doctors, some doctors will advise that two weeks. It actually depends on your state, six weeks or, mm-hmm. or two months going. It depends on how you, you. Mm-hmm. so the first time you do it after childbirth,
0: it's painful. It's
2: painful, very painful. Yeah. So,
0: that's about. That's about it. That's about it huh? So after after childbirth, like I I hear a lot of men say that like women are so focused on the babies. So do you feel that you still initiate sex after like after being like a mother now, or you have to wait for your husband? Like your mind is so focused on your children, so it's not something you are going to initiate.
2: Oh, I, it- it actually depends on the kind of woman you are. For me, yes. if I, I, I'm interested, I initiated myself. I don't wait till he, he, he does <laughs> that. Yeah. So that's why you have to plan your life in such that um you have to put the kids to bed early, and you have to structure your have life in such balance. a way that yes, you have that balance, so that you can also have time for for your, your eldest yes. son. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you have to have time for him as well.
0: Ooh, interesting. <laughs>
1: um yeah so i'm glad you have somebody else, somebody whose experience was positive mm-hmm. because my <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that i don't be want good. to scare yeah.
1: <laughs> to scare people um Now, for me i was experiencing a lot of pain and cramping like i said during my pregnancy even with this one still the same like i don't know i have some specific pain that i experience um when i'm pregnant i mean second time so at least i i can say that mm-hmm. this it is happens something you here. Go through, yeah. um so honestly sex drive all of those things mm-hmm. last thing on your last on thing your on list. my mind honestly um, but when you're married you don't just have to think about yourself you also have to think about a partner so you do what you can when you can mm-hmm. i mean if you can't you, you let them know that you um you can't do it so um and then after i think after my first pregnancy obviously i i read i've also bled for a very long Mm -hmm. time so for like two months i mean there was no show because i was Mm -hmm. for some reason i really bled for a long time um and then afterwards so like those first like i think six months or so it's just weird because you also feel like okay i don't know it's just weird you know is it the same you know but then what i noticed was that after some time after like a a good couple of months um i noticed that like for um like my area was much more open Mm -hmm. so having sex was not like a difficult thing because i got married as a virgin and sex was not pleasant those first few times but for some reason after giving birth it just seemed to like open everything up and ease everything up and so it made sex now enjoyable for me so before i got pregnant like sex was good like i think the best the best like in the marriage i mean after after i had given birth yeah um but then now being pregnant again (laughs) we (laughs) have gone back (laughs) to square square one so yeah i think it's different for everybody i think some women have like really high libido libido at that time because there's also a lot of blood flow to that area and so you can have like deeper orgasms and it's like more enjoyable and blah 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 and then some people too like just aren't having it so you can't really use anybody's experience as a yardstick until you go through it yourself yeah
0: What are you most proud of in your journey so far
2: as a mother? The joy of... um, Like when I look at the kids, I I go like, oh, so these are a product of myself Mm -hmm. and my husband or probably somebody within the family. Mm -hmm. So there are certain things they do that I feel like they are traits of me or traits of their father. And, and the fact that they, sometimes I just ask myself, so are these really my kids? <laughs> <laughs> they, they come and they, they, the kind of questions that they ask and they, they, they are happy, they are excited. And, you know, it, it, it just comes with them being a good mother and gu- being a good parent. So uh, they make you feel that you're, you're doing a lot for them. And that excites me. I mean, that puts a smile on my face all the time. Mm
1: yeah i think same at the end of the day it's the people themselves (laughs) the people you are raising the little people you are raising that give you the most sense of pride because for me I really remember when we brought her from the hospital like she was so small and like and now she's like running around asking you questions and like (laughs) and sometimes i can't just look at her like hey we just brought you from the hospital (laughs) Like, like when did you become this person you know so i think looking at you know the children themselves like okay i i i played a role you know in bringing up this person, and yeah, it's it, it fills you with a sense of pride, especially when they do something cool, and then <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like, "Wow, is that your child?" Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah that's mine. Yeah, you have that sense of pride, yeah.
0: What has your sleep pattern been like since hey. you became a mother? <laughs> <laughs> the sleep pattern doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> no. There is no, no pattern. <laughs> When there did you last nothing. have like <laughs> nine hours of sleep? Nine so hours? Like you, hey, wow. What's <laughs> the most sleep you've had since you became a mother?
2: Probably five, six hours. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, because they go to sleep early, they wake up they early. They wake up early. So you went to bed late and you probably want to wake up late. But, but they're going to Mama wake you up. you. Mama, wake up. Mama, I want this. Mama, wake up. And... Sometimes you feel like you still have a lot to do, mm-hmm. so the sleep in the crowd would disappear. You have to wake up. You have to wash. You have to clean. You have, to <laughs> have the children Brilliant been out of
0: <laughs> Have the children been out of the house since you had them? Like so that you could say that? Oh, like yeah, my children went home for like two or three days. They went to grandma. They went to an auntie. I Even mean, they're not sleep. home,
1: you still have stuff to do. Like I remember there was one week that um, my daughter was with her grandma, mm-hmm. but I had to cook. I had to clean the house. I had to plan. it Like I was really planning to sleep that week. Friday, but I like, at the end of the day, I was oh like, "Oh my, my goodness!" goodness. <laughs> I,
2: I, I didn't do any of that. It's like once they are out, you're, you're planning to fix all the chaos that they, they left. <laughs> mm, like, yeah. You need to put this right. You need to clean this. You need to pack their things. You need to fix a lot of things before mm. they get back. That yeah. is if they went out with their father and they, they were coming back later in the day. But. Aside that, no rest. Because yeah. for me, I have to go to sleep. I wake up every day by three thirty. I'm up. Mm. Yes, three thirty. I have to fix their their um, breakfast, breakfast, their lunch, yeah, their lunch, process, cool. and then we hit the road by quarter to six mm. wow. every single day.
0: That's, women are just yes. super women.
1: I I remember bringing her home from the hospital, and I I had read that okay, babies wake up every two hours to feed, but for some reason, I thought that was just during the day and so like she would sleep during the night and then we would wake up but then in the middle of the night she starts crying i'm like why are you crying like what do you want like we're all sleeping it's bedtime (laughs) like it was such a rude awakening that like okay you and sleep are done i'm sorry like there's nothing like there's nothing like sleep for you anymore i think now I'm functioning on just like five or six hours of sleep. I feel like if I even sleep longer than that, I wake up feeling tired. terrible yes. and tired. And so there's this like sweet spot of it's either five or six hours and then I can't function during the day. Otherwise, to, it like it feels like you you rather wasted your time.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about home deliveries and using Dualash rather than hospitals? Because you know that has become a thing. Mm-mm. Would you advise people to go to hospitals? Would you tell people to let midwives and dwellers come home to help them with their delivery? Why? Like, it's, what's your, it's, what what it's, are your thoughts? It's, it actually
2: depends if where you're staying. <laughs> how far are you from getting a midwife to the house and how conducive is your environment, I mean your home, to be able to accommodate you having a, a home birth or mm-hmm. so and sometimes I feel like uh, there could be an emergency mm-hmm. at a time that the midwife that came over might not be able to, to attend to that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. for me I think the hospital would be better so, yeah, team uh, hospital yes,
1: team mm. um, I think I'm team a mix of both <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish that in hospitals the labor wards were set up in a home birthing kind of way so that the woman can feel relaxed i feel like in the hospital the the thing about what i learned about labor is that you're actually supposed to relax and then you know let your body do what it's supposed to do but then when you're in the hospital there's all this like bright lights and nurses are coming in and out and it's like there's a lot of tension Mm. And so i've seen hospital rooms where they have like there's a water bed there's a the birthing pool oh, in like, Ghana, not in ghana okay. I <laughs> <use>. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like a pool so the woman starts her labor in the pool and then like you know as it progresses then she can move on to the bed and even on the bed they allow you to do different positions so i feel like it has to be a mixture of both because i would i kind of would want to be in the hospital because i think i I understand why it's such a medical thing Mm -hmm. because so many things can happen like at the point of birth it's not like home births make it seem like oh it's just uh, you just push and then like you know the baby comes out but then there are lots of things that can happen with the baby with you with your blood pressure you may start bleeding you know so i understand why we need to go to the hospital but i also don't feel like the hospital has to be this you know tension-filled place you know that you know people don't want to go i feel like if there can be a happy mix of the two where the woman feels you know comfortable i think i even recently saw a video of i think they were in the hospital but they woman gave give birth in a pool mm. so like the midwives and the, the like people are all there you can be monitored the baby can be monitored mm. but the experience doesn't have to be you know how it is now that people don't want to go to the hospital so would
0: you say that with your experience so far in the hospitals in ghana when it comes to delivery the medical teams just build like so much anxiety and tension you didn't feel relaxed and that's how other women probably also feel well it it actually
2: depends on which hospital you Mm -hmm. you, you've been to the government ones and then there are the private ones so if you you visited the government once, I mean, there are no enough beds and to accommodate all pregnant women or women at delivery points, and but the public ones, there are quite the a few ones. ones. The, the, I the mean, private. the private ones, the mm-hmm. private mm-hmm. ones, there mm-hmm. are quite a few ones that you go and you feel confident and comfortable, and you are pampered till till mm-hmm. bed, yeah. yes, and you have no worries at all. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think it really does depend on where you where go. you go.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about the I don't know if I should say it's an African concept or it's a Ghanaian concept of um secrecy during pregnancy. You know how a lot of women don't want to come out, <laughs> they hide like I have friends like the moment I, they go off social media <laughs> yeah. you just know that yeah, something yeah, is something up. Like up, you're okay. not sh- They are not putting up pictures of themselves. So it's just like half their face. (laughs) But as soon as the nose starts to change. (laughs) And then we see Rihanna pregnant and like her belly is all over the place and people are like, hey, your baby will die and all those kind Mm. of comments. (laughs) What do you think?
2: I think it's an African thing or it's a cultural thing and once you're pregnant, people feel it's uh, a private thing. You have to keep it away from people because of bad eyes or evil and all of that i mean i don't know why people should think that way Mm. but for me i had to keep it away because i i didn't want a situation where because i had lost
0: Mm. yeah based on my
2: experience i just decided to stay away that was the reason but i mean it depends on you if you're comfortable and you want the whole world to know charlie embrace it it's it's you it's your pregnancy
1: (laughs) um i think it may not always be just because of like okay you feel like somebody you cares your baby or you know but sometimes like using the summer's experience for example i feel like if it was me i would definitely not show any pictures because i would just be afraid like
0: yeah.
1: am i going to have this baby is it like will i actually get to the full term because anything can happen and then you don't want a situation where oh i've posted a picture today i'm pregnant and tomorrow is like okay sorry but um so that could be one reason another reason could be also all the changes that are going on in your bodies like you don't look like yourself you know <laughs> like so it could i guess it, it's individual it's not just about, not just about, about hiding. hiding or you know something you just want to be
2: sure that okay the baby has actually come out and then i can post about it you know and yeah i for the first one I had to hide that, like, uh, being pregnant uh, from my parents mm. till six to uh, five to six months. Wow. Yes, mm. so they saw me at that time, and mm. no other person saw me till like, I mm. gave birth. Mm. So at least they could rush that, oh, she didn't steal the baby, she was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so how do you feel about Rihanna's pregnancy and wearing all her sexy outfits during her pregnancy, <laughs> showing her belly?
2: I mean, it's Rihanna. We know her. <laughs> that's her. Like, yeah, that's her. Do you know how much she she made by by doing Dead that? By she me. had to to promote a lot of brands, and that got her a lot of money. That is her. And like I said earlier, um, do what you feel comfortable. will Work for you. If you want to want it to expose that's you, <laughs> I really do not. I wouldn't do that. But if you do it <laughs> you and you feel comfortable that's about, yes, that's fine. Yeah
1: i also think that this is i mean in ghana if you do
0: that
1: people will be looking at you with a side eye you know so it's also where she finds herself that like affords the opportunity to do that so
0: how do you feel about the compulsory six month breastfeeding that mothers are asked to do you feel it's sustainable is it realistic uh, a lot of mothers doing that especially for working mothers who usually have like three months maternity leave how have you been able to manage and what are your thoughts
2: interesting um so when i when i gave birth to my first child i was actually i was still at home i was not working then but my second child my second child um when i gave birth to him I had to return back to work after three months. And for me, both kids, I did the uh, exclusive breastfeeding. I, I did that to the T. It was not the traditional one that people would say, I did um, breastfeeding exclusive and they had to give water. No. For me, uh, I, I really knew the importance of doing uh, exclusive breastfeeding. And that, that actually depends on um, um, availability of breast milk. There are some mm-hmm. women who cannot do yeah. that. And that's understandable. But once you have enough breast milk to be able to breastfeed for, for that number of times, then that's okay. So I, I, at three months, I had to return back to work. So here I was thinking, so what am I going to do? Uh, our Workplaces are not conducive enough to, to be able to accommodate you taking babies at that stage. Yeah, there are yeah. no nurseries. That, let me just mm-hmm. put it that way. There are no nurseries to take care of kids and then... A point you can go and breastfeed and go back now do i have to take the kid to to um a daycare do i have to to employ a nanny at home to take care of the child i mean these are some of the questions that i asked myself when i was going back to work after three months so um i think um, repeatedly we have to call on the government to to do something about the three months uh, maternity leave is is it's just not enough for for mothers be able to actually do the exclusive breastfeeding to a team and we all know the benefits of having to do exclusive breastfeeding it makes the kids intelligent makes them strong in fact they 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 hardly get sick when when um you 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 do exclusive breastfeeding so um i think that's that's what we can say as mothers we are pleading that the, the government does something about it that the three months maternity leave is not enough yeah, six months will be enough for us to um, pay attention to our kids. And then after six months, we can at least go to school if we have to. Obviously, for me,
1: it doesn't make sense. Like,
2: even even if you put breastfeeding aside,
1: like you just give birth, you know, you want Three to be with enough. your child. Like, where are you supposed to put your three-month-old child? Like, at you, you know, because you have to return back to work, you know, and so even i can't even say the same for even paternity leave like the father also needs to be involved and sometimes they just get like five days or something and it doesn't make Makes any sense. sense you know so obviously something needs to change um some policies or something needs to be you know yeah something so, needs that's
2: to change like, um some parts of the world where they have like a year maternity leave like, mm-hmm. you know, it- yeah yeah year maternity leave and you could also work from home mm-hmm. at, as well or at whilst you have a reduced um, salary and then yeah work. so all of these could be an option for mm-hmm. us i think i yeah. saw
1: it, it was a czech republic or something it's like two years or something so yeah i mean because you the child is still young they need their mother i don't i'm i'm not necessarily a big fan of um nurseries and daycares for very young kids like it's mm, no it's not for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: So as always, um, this conversation has been very insightful. I think every single conversation we have on this podcast has been great. And I want to say thank you for taking time off <laughs> away from your kids, <laughs> to spend your time sharing all all this with us and to all our listeners and to all our mothers in particular. Let us know about your motherhood journey on our social media handles at the Mashup Two Three Three on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and coming soon on YouTube. It's a wrap up for the Mashup Two Three Three.